Good evening, Sonia. Good evening, Judith. Welcome to the Coaches Cup. I'm Coach Judith Fender, one of the amazing coaches with the NoBS Weight Loss Program. And I am Sonia Green from Sonia Green Coaching. And today we are, this evening, we're talking about a topic that we lightly touched on from our previous podcast episode. On kindness. We, right, from kindness. And was telling you my word of the year was the acronym BRAVING. And then I read briefly read the description of BRAVING and then how it was about self-trust. Yeah. And what I love so much about this topic is because so much of my journey with NoBS, my weight loss journey was for me, the foundational element of realizing I will never forget. I have said this on several coaching calls, the moment I, the pen to paper where I was realizing that I could trust myself. Yes. Because yes. it was like time froze. I didn't know I didn't trust myself so much as much as in that moment, remembering how good it felt to write that word that I can trust myself. And it had to do with the process that Corinne so cleverly and wisely has assembled for us in the, with just no BS planning, right. And the questions that were in the planner that had me realizing that, that I was creating this for myself with the plan. And so full circle and I have a whole full year of coaching behind me this year when Brene Brown in her book, Atlas of the Heart, when I saw that acronym and it had all the questions, it was pivotal for me to look at it again, because there were several, several words, which we'll talk about mm -hmm. that created a lot of awareness for me on next level steps, more than just weight loss, but the big picture of having and reminding myself of self-trust. Yeah. And one of the things that, that I was reminded of when I was going back today and just kind of prepping for this is that this term braving, she actually came up with that in dare to lead. Um, yes. And so if you Google Brene Brown and dare to lead, she actually has a breakdown, a PDF that you can access for free, just in case you haven't read any of her books or you aren't familiar with her work. You can still get that breakdown online. If you just Google braving and Brene Brown, mm -hmm. it's a the framework structure. She teaches a leadership yes. class Yes, and they break this down and help leaders pull out elements that they want to work on. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I have read that book within the last year, I know, but still I had forgotten that it, it was like vaguely familiar when you said it, but I wasn't reminded that she had talked about it until, until I looked back at that today. So I guess we just dive right in Yeah, with, I guess what, what struck me and she has it. She, she mentions in her book that she's talking about referring back to, which I, I was just reading this and finding it interesting with my own weight loss journey about her sobriety journey. Yes. And she says in here that what she realized is that she can trust herself and that her actions when it comes to protecting what she values. And I, I think that's what resonated with me about what value, you know, my health Yes. And doing what I say I will do and following through and reestablishing. And because so much of 
the betrayal, right? The self-betrayal came from actions I had done in the past, yeah. previous diets that I had failed, you know, air, y'all don't see my air quotes failed. And of course, any woman who's, who's been on this journey, you know, the, the negative self-talk and the spiraling and how unproductive and critical we can become of ourselves in those moments. And that's where I think it fits in, you know, with women, when we talk about empowering women, it can be to help them with, with issues of overeating, over drinking, over anything, overing. That's what you like to say. I like that verb Mm -hmm. overing. But, you know, women who are working through perfectionism, women who are working through all of these uh, imposter syndrome, we all, we, we do these things. We are perfectionists because we don't trust ourselves. We have an imposter syndrome because we don't trust ourselves. So I think it's valuable across the board and it's key to our growth. Right. Uh, Like even hearing you say that it, it's like, let's almost like the outward manifestation of betrayal or lack of self-trust when we don't have that foundation laid in place. And when we're not acknowledging the foundation and what I, what we were pre-gaming talking about loving that these seven letters breaks down (laughs) into, you know, it's questions that you can ask yourself to check in, to assess where you're at. Yeah. Self-assessment. Yes. And it has our favorite word in there, integrity, but we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm ready to go. All right. So, okay. About what is trust? It's more of a, that cognitive assessment. I, the thing that I love about that is it's, it's not an emotion, but it makes us, it comes from, it's an action that comes from the feeling of safety. An action that comes from a feeling of safety. And I love that so much on the tail end of my own coaching session today. Safety is a big thing. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. And I think that's why I, I don't want to jump ahead because we are going to get to integrity, but is foundational. When mm-hmm. we can learn self-trust, then we are free to build anything on top of that. I think about building houses, building structures, you Mm -hmm. have got to have a firm level foundation and what better foundation to have for yourself than trust. I I couldn't agree more. And it's so funny when you said that I'm thinking about like my size, 10 and a half feet, (laughs) my dad (laughs) asking me when I was a kid, (laughs) basically he said, when am I going to start walking on water? But I had to like, dad, you know, you got to have a good foundation. That's all right. (laughs) Like that, I've got a good foundation. So I do, I, uh, I couldn't agree more. Then we'll just go right in. So yeah, let's start with the B. Okay. So B is boundaries. Touching on what a boundary is, right? It's something you internally either regulate for yourself an agreement Mm -hmm. that you have. It does not, does not have to be verbally expressed to anyone. But if we're talking about self-trust, then somewhere you have given yourself you know, the question is, did I respect my own boundaries? Was I clear about what's okay and what's not okay? Yeah. And so in weight loss, I can go right there. I can remember the moments about, you know, when we talk about like a doable plan, right? Did I do what I say I was going to do? Did I respect the boundaries that I had for myself? Mm -hmm. And then when I ate off plan, 
did I, was I clear about what's okay and what's not okay? Yeah. And when I first started with Nobis, it was that question of, or the, the sentence of next best decision. And I can remember that was my place of safety. That mm-hmm. sentence created a feeling of safety for me because it kept my brain from spiraling. It kept me from resisting, or uh, I'm going to say it really resisting the urge or just redirecting yeah. the, what I used to have the urge to do, which would be to overeat or, you know, want to have the effort moments. And so it just became clear that I was going to make my next best decision and that's okay. Yeah. Because how many times do we use crossing a boundary as an opportunity to beat ourselves up? Oh my gosh. It's so easy. If you don't trust yourself, that's exactly where you're going to go. Why did I do that? Why did I eat off plan? I'm so stupid. I do this every time. I mean, everybody knows the script because we've all said these things to ourselves. Right. And when one day turns into two days can turn into a week, yes, a month and a year and, you know, and just because of the shame from the beat down and yet you just keep beating yourself down. It's such a cycle, but that boundary and, you know, you know what I thought of as soon as you started talking about boundaries, well, even when I was thinking about us talking about this, you have always had that boundary closes in the kitchen after dinner, close the kitchen. Oh my gosh. I Thank can you hear you saying that. Yeah. And yeah. it was, it was such a, a, such a process, things I had never thought about before that created a safe space for me to be in the house. Mm-hmm. And as long as I was honoring my boundaries mm-hmm. and, and making my, you know, and that it was okay because I wasn't hungry because I had fueled myself well throughout the day. It's, it's, it's a really a powerful place to be in. Thank you for reminding yeah. me of that. No, it's, yeah. So, you know, at, in thinking about this, what are the boundaries that you want to practice? And I would say one of the keys, I don't, I don't want to jump ahead, <laughs> but it's starting with a small boundary that mm. you, that you absolutely know right. you can keep. Right. And you know, that could be a weight loss because it's, it's an easy one to tap into is you know, like drinking water. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. You know? Sure. Something doable. Absolutely. Closing the kitchen. All right. R but it's well, R is reliability. You'll do what you say you'll do mm-hmm. and staying aware of your competencies, your limitations. So you don't overpromise and are able to deliver your commitments. Mm-hmm. Um, and balancing priorities. And, you know, a lot of times when I saw that one, it reminds me of, it's like a work ethic for me. When I think about reliability, I like tapped into that. Oh yeah. All of our perfectionists, I would say can tap into this one, right? Because sometimes we are reliable to everyone, but ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we know what it means to be reliable. We just have to turn that around and say, I'm going to rely- be reliable to me first. Right. And I keep thinking of the four agreements. Did you keep thinking about the, that book as you were prepping? No, I didn't, but I can totally see that. Right. I'm going to honor what I say. I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. I'm going to honor that. I was thinking responsibility. Like I was thinking mm-hmm. being a grown ass 
woman, as we say, (laughs) take responsibility for myself and, and being reliable. But I love that. Yeah. That's a good book. You know, we haven't done a podcast on that book. I know, I know we may need to, <laughs> we may need to go back and do that because it, it is also a very good book as far as foundations, setting it, foundations. It is, it is, I, I well said, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I could not agree more. Okay. We'll uh, put that one on the list. Okay. Accountability. You make your mistakes and you do some type of apology to yourself and amending to yourself, right? You're, you're into an, a layer of accountability. Did I hold myself accountable? Mm -hmm. I love that. How do you do that? You know, for me, accountability can be as easy as my, my plan, Mm -hmm. right? That, that having that written down and seeing it because I never was one for seeing like posting my 24 hour plans. One that was just too much extra work. Yeah. It was just easier. I'm just going to do it and say, you know, I know I'll do it. I know when I'm not in integrity with myself, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but for me, accountability is the written, the written component. Yeah. It's again, what I always warn clients is when you are avoiding accountability, that should be a red flag waving. When you see that you are not being accountable, you're not making a plan, you're not honoring a boundary it's always a red flag. I'm not trusting myself Mm -hmm. and accountability is kind of that first line because they'll, they'll be avoiding talking about, you know, the issue, whatever it is. Oh yeah. (laughs) Holding holding yourself accountable. Right. And I think, Oh, well that there's a podcast right there. (laughs) Even here planning the next year. Right. Okay. So the V is for vault. And did I mention this on the podcast the other day about vault? You did. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Talk about how that is, is self-trust. Why is this idea of a vault? Because we only, what we shared in that space, whether there were two or three of us in there was just shared in that space, you know, and we trusted each other. Mm-hmm. And then if that anything was spoken, it was always with the discernment and the knowing that it was with respect for what was in the vault, what was said was in the vault was sacred. Yes. <laughs> like, it was not to be discussed in public. So that's about, you know, sharing appropriately was considered. And so when we think about self-trust, did I respect the conversations within myself mm-hmm. and did I share appropriately with those who needed to hear? Yeah. Or didn't need to hear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's the it, inact- it's so painful to me at this point in my own journey to talk to someone who doesn't practice this self-development that, that we practice, that all of us, all of our listeners practice and to hear somebody tell me how awful they are. You know what I mean? Like they'll just come up to you and they'll be like, Oh, I can't, I'm so I can't even replicate it, but it's, it's painful for me to hear them just break themselves down. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, I do. I do. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't sure that it made sense because I I can't think of an exact example. I'm, I'm just not, I don't hang out with a crowd that does that too often. 
I'm mm-hmm. just not around those people because I surround myself with people who are interested in working on themselves and bettering themselves. But there are those people out there who constantly put themselves down in public mm-hmm. to you. And it's just, it's hard for me mm-hmm. to listen to because they don't trust themselves. They don't rely on themselves. They don't set those boundaries and respect themselves. And I hate that. I want to, I want to be like, come here, let's talk. (laughs) It's almost like they feel like they have to point out their negative characteristics before you can figure it out. They want to just share them with you and tell you all of their faults before you can figure it out. That's, that's what I think about when I think about this idea of a vault and sharing appropriately. Mm, Yeah. Mom always said, if you didn't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. That extends to, to yourself, to words about yourself too. So that vault can be, even if you feel like, oh, I I didn't have time to do my hair today, or these clothes look horrible on me. You don't say that to other people. You don't put that idea in their mind. You respect yourself enough to say, I may not think my hair looks good today, but I'm just going to keep that to myself and not think about it. It's just going to, it is what it is. (laughs) Moving on. I, I I'm gonna have to tell you though. I, <laughs> I'm having a moment. I maybe I'm not keeping myself in the vault because you know we all Marco Polo. If you're listening to this podcast, you yeah. probably have one Marco Polo buddy. How many of us get on that Marco Polo and we start futzing with our hair? First thing, I mean, it is such a it is a real thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so it just, is. It is. I'm, I'm painfully mindful right now that I am going to work on that. That that is me (laughs) not honoring my vault. Yeah. I I mean, and I I challenge all of us to do that. The next time we start to say something negative about Mm -hmm. ourselves, Mm -hmm. remember, no, I'm keeping that in the vault. Right. And that's, and that's a lot of practice, right? There's, there's a whole nother skill set that's happening when we do that, right? When we're, when we're honoring ourselves that we're, 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 there's an urge to want to say it right when we see yes. ourselves right away. Yes. It's just it's just what we're drawn to. Anywho, okay, yeah. next. <laughs> All right. It's it's my favorite word. Integrity. Did I act from integrity? And so over here looking at Brene's definition, you choose courage over comfort. You choose what is right over what is fun, fast or easy, and you choose to practice your values rather than simply professing them. Yes. And that is the key. You practice your values rather than professing them. That's the work right there. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> Y'all can't see my hands. They're, they're no. saying all the words. Preach. I was listening to, listening to Mel Robbins and thinking about clients, thinking about myself and thinking about, you know, it really does come down to, I was, I don't know the, our podcast number on values, but whatever mm-hmm. it is you're working on knowing your values yeah. and why it's important. And I, I think about if you're in this for weight loss and you don't value your health, let's get that figured out. Why do you want to lose weight? Does it, does it align with your values? Yeah. Because if you're not practicing what you preach, then you're not in integrity. Yeah. And, that, and therein, that's a whole nother. Yes. And that is when we're not practicing our values, we're not reliable, right? Right. We aren't within our boundaries. 
we aren't holding ourselves accountable. It just stacks up. It's like those Jenga blocks. You know, you can't, you have to stack them all up together. I think it's like 52 ish is what episode that is where we talk about values, but that, that is a really valuable episode. I, if, if I could keep pointing people back to one episode, it's that one, because you have to act from integrity. You have to be able to honor your values and you're not going to do that if you don't trust yourself. Yeah. In fact, that is what distrust is. I have all these platitudes They sound awesome. I don't practice them. You can't hide that from yourself. No, and we can see everything in the vault. (laughs) You know, when we consider, right, that we're practicing and like at any one time, we are not in integrity with one of these, right? That we're always pulling in, assessing on, on a cognitive level, right? If we're not doing it through journaling, we recognize in the moments throughout the day when we're recognizing feelings or if we're eating off plan, that's just the easiest one for me to go to, right? If I'm eating, is it on my plan? Is, is it, it's easy to tap into this, this whole acronym. Yeah. I had, I had a client and one of the things that we worked on with her when it came to, to integrity was she would spend time on her phone scrolling during her work hours. She did it because of overwhelm. It was overing is what it Mm -hmm. was, Mm -hmm. but that was her method of overing. And part of being in in integrity with herself was putting that phone away and not grabbing that during the work day because she wanted to honor her work time and then honor her free time even more importantly. And what it was doing is it was eating into her free time. Which is, again, why I chose this word is because it is part of the work, the work for me to do in my work life in figuring out ultimately the big, the big picture for me is honoring my time throughout the day. Yes. Because we are very structured (laughs) and it's, it's not a familiar place for me to be. Mm -hmm. And I can see the end though. I can see, I can see the results. Yeah. And I want to get there. I'm going to get there. You know, I I was thinking about this on the drive home tonight from school. And honestly, the key to self-trust, you're not going to like this, (laughs) (laughs) is structure, Mm -hmm. is living with a structure. Mm -hmm. And, And I was, to be perfectly clear, actually, I think I was thinking about it this morning, but I was thinking about I was questioning some of my own habits. And when I think about doing something that's not in integrity, Mm -hmm. I'll say, well, I just want to do it. I just, Mm -hmm. I've earned the right to do it. Whenever I am outside of my structure, my boundaries, I am not building self-trust. Right. Like I said, it's my work day is what really resonated with. This is my next level because it's not a familiar convenience store business to life coaching, (laughs) stay at home mom to, well, they all have their own structure though. Right. A stay at home mom. Putting out fires though. It's more like fires. It's true, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's a, it does have its own structure. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is a time of day 
when you right it's hard to know exact times but there's a time of day when it's time to change the diaper it's time to feed the baby it's time to put them down for a nap it's time to do the lawn there yeah. is a there is a structure to it or you'd never get anything done and I was um, good don't get me wrong it's just no it's different it it's, it's really boils down to the 30 minutes <laughs> a lot <laughs> yeah yeah, and staying within that structure, staying acting within structure. from integrity. Yes, and again, another one that is my practice personally. It's non-judgmental. Did I ask for what I needed? Was I non-judgmental about needing help? Yeah, and so much. Uh, uh, seriously, like, is this like the best acronym ever? <laughs> I know. No, it really is. It really is. It it hits my heart in a lot of places. <laughs> I, I, I could cry at the drop of a hat right now, but asking for help just feels very unfamiliar when you mm-hmm. consider yourself the caretaker Yes, and helping and being in service of others that asking for help is very unfamiliar territory for me. And especially when I think I supposed to know everything, exactly. I should know that by now I should know that well, I don't, I don't even know who to ask for help and blah, blah, blah. All kinds of stories come up. Yes. And it starts shooting on yourself. It starts spinning all kinds of stories, a lot of negativity and a lot of judgment. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't allow me to tap into any type of creativity to Mm. figure out on my own, the answer to something when I'm spiraling in judgment, thinking I should know it's a block. So needing help, asking for help. Yeah. And it's, it's something that I would almost guarantee that most of our listeners struggle with Um, because we are trying to be independent, self-sufficient women. And if you're independent and self-sufficient, you don't ask for help. Well, and here's the thing too. I just want to go one step further because, you know, because of what, what this work does. When I think about, there was a point where, when my mom was, was sick, that I didn't even know to ask for help. And coach MJ pulled me and said, you're, I'm pulling you off coaching because I didn't even know that I, I, there comes a point. What I'm trying to say is maybe you don't know you need help Yeah, because we all can get our, we could work ourselves into such a state of efficiency, whatever, what all those things you were saying. Or maybe we're in a state of shock or we just don't know what to do or, you know, we just don't know it's available to us. Right. Right. (laughs) When I was, when I applied for my master's, Mm -hmm. I didn't know that you were supposed to go to your professors to ask them for help in figuring out what programs you should apply for. Mm -hmm. Now that seems like a duh, but at the time I didn't know that that was something I could get help for. I thought everybody else knew how to do it except oh god there's that sentence I know that sentence uh-huh that's what we tell ourselves yeah, everybody, everybody else in the world knows how to do it except me I need to figure this out and not tell them I don't know how to do it mm-hmm. but maybe we pull pull on our big girl panties as you like to say <laughs> and we go to somebody and say I don't know how to do this Mm-hmm. Can you help me? Vulnerability. Oh boy. Oh my goodness. But that's the key to growth. Again, mm-hmm. it's all part of this. Mm-hmm. Being vulnerable 
allows you to get in touch with your sense of integrity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And just that willingness to know and to go there. It's such a powerful, it's just, it feels very empowering. Yes. Yes. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for to know that in a space that you can let go of the judgment and just ask for help. Yeah. And let others, because somebody may be out there wanting to help someone. <laughs> like I wish Judith would, you know, I'm just sitting here. I tell my clients all the time. I'm like, y'all can slack me anytime. You know, I'm just sitting here like the Maytag repairman. Help me help you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it's kind of like that. Like, yeah, ask for help. Yeah. What do you need help with? G is generosity. Brene has here that you extend the most generous interpretation possible to the intentions, words, and actions of others and self. Was I generous towards myself today? When I think of that sentence, mm-hmm. I think of the conversations with the self where one, right, where we're thinking like, yeah, I did a good job today. Mm-hmm. I was really good. Where we highlight, where we celebrate ourselves. Yeah. We come from that place of abundance and not from a place of scarcity, but where we really focus on how we kind of won the day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when you first start this practice, you're not going to automatically be generous with yourself. (laughs) This is where you catch yourself saying something negative, saying something that's not useful or kind. And you say, Oh, I'm going to redirect. You know what? I'm really proud of this aspect of whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And you Mm -hmm. change the self-talk. And after practicing that, eventually that becomes the new self-talk. It feels so good too. Mm -hmm. It feels so good. It can really make such a difference in how you feel at the end of the day, answering these questions or during the day, checking in with these questions to get yourself back in alignment, Mm -hmm. creating self-trust with highlighting it with taking note of where you can lean into and practice more, you know, again, it's the framework for getting there for creating the Jenga tower. Yeah. You know, I would suggest for, for people who are, who want to try this and they, they're like all of these words and, and this acronym sounds fantastic, but how do I really get started? Mm. One thing that I would say is number one, I would have the acronym written out just as a reminder somewhere Mm -hmm. on your phone, on your, you know, at work, whatever it is, but set an intentional time, like set a timer on your phone. I know that I'm going to be taking a break at this time of day. So set a timer Mm -hmm. and just have that word braving in there and Mm -hmm. check in. Have I honored my boundaries today? Am I being reliable? Am I holding myself accountable? You know, go through the whole list mm-hmm. and it won't take what, two minutes, maybe. I mean, even if maybe. you checked in with, with one letter an hour, right. One letter an hour. As you walk to the bathroom. Right. <laughs> right. I, I seriously, I, now I, I think about tattoos all the time. I don't have one, but I would consider the most tiny tattoo for the word braving. And that, that says a lot for me. You can get, you can get a, a bracelet like mine. 
There we go. Wait a, a minute. Tell me about your bracelet. I think I have before. It says future me on it. No. And it's just my reminder during the day. I feel it. You know, it sits under my watch. It sometimes clinks against my watch. And it's just my reminder that I you am know, braving. Yep. I'm, I'm ordering one when we get off, when we hang up. <laughs> I'm ordering one. When we get off the line. When we off. Right. Uh, Sarah, <laughs> do you know what that's from? Uh-uh. You don't. Do you? I can tell by the look on your face. Uh-uh. You didn't know that. It's from Andy Griffith. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I should, I, I, when you asked me that, that was my first guess. Right. You know, so braving and self-trust. It is the foundation where you can build your most beautiful life and check in and, and just keep growing. And the more you practice it and grow into it, the more expansive. Yes. You will become the more success you will see and feel. I wish we could explain that in a really concrete, tangible way, but there's just no way to do it. Is there? Well, it it is amazing. It's almost like doors in your mind, just blowing open as you start to build on the practice, as you start to put away those old habits, the old self-talk where you didn't trust yourself and you realize that you like yourself, yeah, that you're worth the investment that you're making in yourself. It Mm -hmm. just is expansive. That's, that's, that's such a great word. I just wish I could make it tangible for people who weren't there. You know, there, I'm sure that we've all at some point have felt some form of this, even with or without thought work, but if you you feel tight and small and you're suffering, that's optional. Yes. (laughs) Just know. Yes. I still practice this stuff too. Right. Uh, Do you still like, it's not every day is not rainbows and daisies. This is still a practice. And I know without being intentional, it it requires the redirecting. It's this is intentional. It happens on purpose with intentional thinking. At the end here, I just have to tell a little story that I guess it illustrates for me how far this work and self-trust can take you. For several years, I lived in a very small space. Mm. Like I I didn't want to be noticed. And I had a lot of emotions that I was resisting. Mm -hmm. And I was just trying to hide me and hide in them. And I can remember teaching a class and I'm, I'm naturally a very sarcastic person. I was raised that way. What? I, I Sarcasm just kind of comes out. But in this period of my life, I was especially sarcastic. And there was one student that I had that semester who just got under my skin for all kinds mm-hmm. of reasons. And I, I crossed the line one day in class. And I I don't remember what I said, but I remember thinking that just really wasn't appropriate, Sonia. That just really wasn't necessary at all, which made me feel even smaller. You know, I gave myself that beat down. But what made me think about that is today a professor knocked on my door and she came in. She said, I just have to tell you that I was walking to class in front of a couple of students and they started talking about tech writing. And Mm -hmm. one of them said to the other, well, who do you have for that class? 
And the student said, oh, I've got the good one. I've got Dr. Green. It's going to be awesome. And he said, I just wanted you to know that. And I laughed and I thought, that's how I know I have come so far because I know those students didn't like me very much then because I didn't like me very much then. And it came out and to have been able to move away from that where I genuinely, I genuinely like myself. (laughs) I'm a pretty cool person, you know, and that comes across, you know, for a student to say a 50 year old woman is awesome. eh, You know, I'll take it. Uh, Yeah. That might be the highest form of flattery right there. I mean, you could just go there. Does it get any better than that? Yeah. Yeah. 20 year old thinking a 50 year old's awesome. So if, if for no other reason, it is expansive and it's worth expansive. the practice every day. Don't ever doubt it. In, in how you show up in your marriage, how you show up being a mother, how you show up at work. It's not just at work. You're awesome everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because when you like you, you, you are with you. That's right. Every, All the everywhere time, more you than go. Else. <laughs> You're always in that vault. You know what you got thrown in there. Right. Number one relationship yeah. is the yeah. one you have with yourself. Yes. All so, right. That's so exciting. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, if, if you all love us, if you all think we're awesome, like we think we're awesome, <laughs> then we would love for you to give this podcast a review. A five-star review would be awesome. Right. <laughs> right. Or just share it. Mm. Share it with your friends, your family, somebody who you think might be able to use some words of encouragement Mm. and direction because we appreciate that. Yeah, very much. Yeah. So maybe, maybe you want to use it as your word of the year too. And you want to do hashtag braving coaches cup. (laughs) I don't know what Brene Brown will think about that. You can, you can, you can hashtag her too. Right. Well, I mean, that's, it's all good publicity for her as far as it is. And it's a great book. I will say Um, it's, it's just a really good book. If you haven't taken a look at it, Mm -hmm. Atlas of the heart, it's the, yeah. If you're looking for coaches, yep. Then you can can find me at soniagreencoaching.com. And you can find me. I am one of the amazing coaches with an OBS weight loss program. I would love to help you with your weight loss goals and the things that come up in between. And you can find me at just Judy on Instagram. I think it might be coach just Judy. You can hashtag no BS coach Judith. Okay. Thank you, Sonia. (laughs) And I am Sonia S O N Y A underscore green coaching on Instagram. Sweet. All right. This was great. This was a, this was a fun podcast. I have to say this was was. nice to talk about. It was nice to be affirming about and go there. I think it's clear how much we believe in it. Yes. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye.